2: Good afternoon. Welcome and uh, happy Thursday. It's the Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Another, another very warm day, another 85 degree day. We're enjoying that. All right, uh, today during the show will be your final opportunity, final opportunity to win a couple of uh, passes for the Royal Wedding Pajama Party, which is coming up on Saturday morning, which will now start. At 4 a.m., correct, Lori, On at 4 a.m. It is a good damn
0: thing that I, I know, checked. I'm I know. telling you, usually math is not my strong suit. Uh-huh. Schedules, yeah. however, Schedules are. are. Yeah. Time zones, mm-hmm. very important. Yes. Very critical. I'm like, why are they, Julia, why are they having to show up to the royal wedding After it's done. After it's <laughs> over. <laughs> I said, we're going to be up anyway. Yeah, I know. And, we and then, I looked, then we looked at it and we realized, oh, it was an Eastern
2: yeah. Yeah. standard
1: time. And time. we are. Yes. And we're going to be Facebooking live if people want to join us. We hope you do. From the comfort of your home. Yes. we got an emails
0: from people, well, by now, all of our MyTech correspondents are, are and in. They're all there. They're there, they're there, because we heard from several. Yes, we did. But I know a lot of people who are getting up, and my friends on the West Coast have to get up at like 1 a.m. Yeah, I know. They uh, really get screwed up. They're out not of even going things. to bed, basically. basically. They're just going to have their royal. Uh, my friend said she's going to take a royal disco nap. Yeah. You know, early. I said, well, you know, it is a, you know, Friday night. She said, that's OK. I've, I've got to watch this. I'm oh. not going to be able to watch it on delay. Right. I need to be watching. Okay.
1: Oh, everyone is going to feel the same way. It's, yeah, it's something it's if people don't it, have
0: fatigue,
1: right? Because royal fatigue is setting in.
0: It is royal fatigue is setting in. And I think it's because the whole thing with the dad drained oh, us. That was a lot drained of rain to everybody. Not to mention Meghan Markle. But uh, let's just second etiquette. Uh, royal wedding etiquette person has come forward to say. Buckingham Palace screwed up big time by not going, swooping in on every
1: single... The, Taking care of her family.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they could have maybe done something with the loudmouth sister and brother, yeah. the dad, yeah. that they couldn't understand. And they, And then someone asked this royal wedding expert, uh, well, maybe Megan didn't say how dysfunctional everything was. He says, it doesn't matter. Megan is marrying into an old institution that grinds slowly 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 and she's nothing but a small cog in, in the, the whole thing yes, and is. it's amazing this, yes i forget which maybe it was access hollywood i don't know i love that richard quest from cnn
1: yeah they're having fun the one yeah. who
0: talks yeah, here, yeah. you know he's like their international mm-hmm. guy oh, my! Oh, it's just very it's very fun well i've had a busy day honey what have you been doing hitting up the greenhouses out in Woodbury and I Cottage went to Grove.
1: Lemley's yes yes but I I did everything in food. Lemley's
0: greenhouse you guys that is an amazing place I
1: ran into some people cuz it's on um Bailey Road and like Eighteen. Cottage Grove Drive Yeah Cottage
0: Grove um
1: Drive. and it's so funny because I lived in the neighborhood right behind right in front of it and for years didn't know about it and then I ran into a couple people from the old neighborhood and they're like I've never even known about this place and I'm like oh my gosh it's so perfect cuz it's right here um, not, so and they do
0: they do have a spot down at the Farmer's Market, yes. I think, like the second or third aisle.
1: Yeah, they'll like, be there.
0: But 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 he, then I
1: transported, transplanted everything to different pots. Pots,
0: oh boy, yeah. I that's know. a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And then
1: I played some serious tennis today. Yeah. Which was totally fun. I've had a very full day. I was ready to go to bed at one. <laughs> <laughs> ready to check myself in. Yeah. Bring out the coffee.
0: How was the tennis? Did you play in Because I walked this morning and about... I think we got done walking about ten, and it was starting to get yeah. humid. I mean, uh-huh. it felt quite hot, so we were like kind of glad that we did, a, you know, a nine a.m. walk.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was a nine to ten. Oh kind good, of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of perfect. It was yeah, because it's so fun though. Yeah,
0: it is, and you've our, got our, the tennis courts right by your house. You're so lucky, right
1: out my front door, but they have so many cracks in them. Mm. You know, so that's a crack ball because it'll take a funny bounce. Yeah, that's a crack ball. <laughs> and that's what we call them. That's a crack ball. <laughs> but I ran out today. Um, I just have to tell you what happened today. 35 years ago today during Michael Jackson did a dance move that still did the this day, oh. people try to master the moonwalk. Mm-hmm. It, he was on um, Motown 25 yesterday, today, and forever, a TV show.
0: I remember watching it. I know,
1: to celebrate the label of Motown, and which brought so many stars to the forefront. The show initially wanted the performers to do greatest hits from Motown, but Michael wanted to do a new song called... Oh, Billy Jean. Jean. Yeah, Billie Jean. After producer saw Jackson's rehearsal for the song, the rest, they say, was history. The first moonwalk was pretty quick. It lasted only two and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. But it evolved into something way more special.
0: When I've had a couple cocktails, I re- and there's good carpeting under, my, yeah. and I've got the right shoe on, I really think I'm an amazing moonwalker. You, yeah. You know, if are I hear that are you sure song, you're
1: not mixing it up with prancing? No, no, <laughs> oh, God, no. I, I'm an excellent prancer <laughs> too, but under the Daddy, influence of like two prancing. cocktails.
0: And if I'm <laughs> in carpet, I'm thinking like the last time I moonwalk was at O'Gara's in that back room, and sure. Billie Jean came on. Oh, and you know their carpet is just so shiny from from spillage. Yeah, exactly. Being worn oh. out, and I mean, I, I'm just like, watch me moonwalk, you guys.
1: I can do this.
0: You um, know,
2: he didn't originate the moonwalk, right? Who did? Uh, a tap dancer by the name of Bill Bailey recorded as early as 1943.
0: Oh, the so moonwalk. fantastic! But, but Michael Jackson so was like a huge fan of oh, yeah. Fred Astaire and of
1: tap uh, and yeah, tap, absolutely. and he's
0: an amazing dancer.
1: Oh my gosh! Can
0: you do it, Julia?
1: Me? Yeah, the moonwalk? Sure. Walk? Okay. N- but that means no. No, she can't I need Never, a warm-up. Yeah. I need a warm-up. i <laughs> like Lori two drinks. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. our two-drink warm-up. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, wow, look at me. I'm moonwalking. I'm moonwalking. All you're really doing is moving one foot. <laughs> it is. Kind of I- going, <laughs> almost running backwards. You're not, I'm not moonwalking <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. I do remember what first watch. I mean, how old do we feel? 35 years ago. Donnie, what year is that?
2: 2018, a- 80, 2000. 80-something. 80- Six something? No, mm-hmm. no, it's, no, it's more earlier. Than that. 82, 81,
1: something like that. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, yeah you know what? Eighty three. Yeah, numbers,
2: numbers. Yeah, it's that math again.
0: Numbers, mumbers. Mm-hmm. It just although again, really, it would have been real disappointing to everybody who was winning the tickets to come to the pajama party. They they would have been clued in soon. I mean, they would have looked at it and gone, "Wait a second, why are we getting there so
2: late?" Yeah, well, they're recontacting. All the people, (laughs) poor Jess. I know.
0: (laughs) Poor Jess is right. New
2: emails. Oops. By the way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. It. It. It is kind of because, like eight. It's weird. BBC and HBO, BBC America and HBO Mm -hmm. are starting their coverage here at like two thirty a.m. Then CBS is the first one of the morning shows to go on at like three a.m. Right. Then NBC. And then the last one to go on at 5 a.m. is ABC. Right. So I wonder if that's like some kind of pecking order that was established by
1: Buckingham Buckingham Palace or
0: something. It seems weird to me that they all have these staggered different times. I don't
1: know. I was very disappointed when I saw the uh, ABC correspondent. Who is it? Oh, Michael Michael Strahan. Oh. Yeah, strange that
2: Robin isn't going. I just
1: really, I thought, oops, (sighs) I'm not going to watch that. That's okay though.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're going
1: to we're going to be watching live. Uh,
0: you know, I've really enjoyed uh, Kit Kit and uh Natalie at Access Hollywood and Access Live. They've been having so much fun. It, I I've been jealous. They yes. were at
1: Harry's Pub, the um Prince Harry's Pub having a beer. Today, that's like Harry's beer. Harry and Meghan, the Sparkle Barkle, or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so jealous of their festivities.
0: They have the best coverage, and they've had the best guests. I mean, they've had people from Eon and CNN and BBC and Good Morning Britain. I mean, they're really they don't they'll talk to anybody, and they don't care what outlet you're with. And I like that, right. You know, you don't often see people from other media from E or CNN being guests on all these other channels on, uh, right. on Access Hollywood. Right. So anyway, those girls are having the most fun and I don't know if it's just Hoda why Hoda and Kathy Lee aren't there but Hoda's just there right now for oh. NBC. Right. So I don't know. Maybe they're just throwing all the money at the Access uh Hollywood people and or maybe they're all going
1: tomorrow today. Today they're leaving yeah. today, but, but boy, boy, you'll be jet lagged. You're so right, but remember, we went in and out of there in 36 hours and we're just fine. Yeah, you're you right. You manage it. Yeah, you're right. Because You're excited. You're there. Yeah, we did do that. They talk to people who have been there forever and have shown up for all the royal weddings mm-hmm. and just how they wait out for four days to get a good spot along the along the walk uh, uh, along yeah, the the carriage route. Right. Oh.
2: Yeah, wow. Carriage goes by in about three seconds. It
1: does. All right. <laughs> four. <let's laughs> four
0: days. <laughs> yeah. For three seconds. Yeah. When we come. I'm back. It's our story. We can't get enough. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we cannot get enough of uh, the delightfully giddy Diane Keaton. She uh, seems to be doing all the press for Book Club because uh, yesterday afternoon she Was on Ellen. Last night, she was on Kimmel and James Corden. I don't know. Well, they must take
1: Kimmel at like 5 in the afternoon and Corden maybe at 7. And she's on the same lot. And she was uh, so delightful. She sat um, on James Corden. It was her and Andy Garcia. Oh, the guy who plays her love interest in the movie. Book Club, which comes out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So here she is just... Talking, she's just giggles and laughs and said she's just wanted to date everybody she's ever co-starred with.
3: Yeah. You've had some quite famous relationships with your co-stars. Al Pacino. There was that. Woody Allen. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, yeah. Has there yes, ever yes. been a co-star that you wanted to date but, but didn't?
4: Um, I would say every single one. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, because they had to pretend like they liked me and those scenes. And I enjoyed that, and I still do. And that's why it was a lot of fun with Andy, because I don't get that. You know, I don't expect that at this point in my life. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I mean, obviously of a certain age. Oh, no, I call bullshit on
3: that.
5: You are yes. the most beautiful woman anyone could ever wish. <laughs> you know I'm not joking. I, I threw my hat in the ring, you know, to do this movie just yeah. to play with her. You know, that's... Feels- <laughs> On the subject we, we were just talking time. about, it does feel like a, that's the wrong usage of that term. We're all friends, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's a... Really, Diane is, is a sublime actress, and yeah. it's, everybody wants to work with Diane Keaton. You know. But
3: now, is this true? Because I read that when you yeah, were making... Yeah, I'm not fun to work with, right? <laughs> yeah. when you were making somebody has Gotta Give, yeah. Jack Nicholson thought so that you had fallen in love with him.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: Had mm-hmm. you? Is that true? Yeah, I had.
4: But, you know, I no, I, I had because it was in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Not in real life.
3: No. But he thought it might have been in real life, right? Is that true? I heard that he went to... Did he really? Yeah, I heard that he went to the director and said... Yeah, yeah. It's a problem. God, Diane just, <laughs> just told me that she loves me, and the director's like, yes, it's on page 17. That's <laughs> fine. It's, That's the uh, scene we're doing today. Yeah. yeah. My God, Andy Garcia
0: sounds like he gargled with rocks.
1: He literally, he doesn't talk a lot. He's got a very raspy voice, Lori. Whoa. Very, but you know, she, this is a story from like 2012 when she was, you know, waxing poetically about her relationship with Al Pacino. Of course, she met during the Godfather filming and some other relationships. And she said, you know, her relationships really never worked out because she, lacked the requisite managerial skills. What? And she went on <laughs> man management <laughs> skills. Oh, man. And she she admitted that she didn't have a lot of nurturing skills which could have played a part in her relationships. And she just she just always is self deprecating and makes so much fun of herself.
0: She really seems to enjoy it when she gets out on the road, although she told Jimmy Kimmel last night after she realized she looked in the monitor and she said this hat's too big. I look like a witch no, oh. <laughs> and because uh, she's a very kooky dresser. Yes, but she is. She said that she she loves to take um, RV trips, and she's hitting the road as soon as the movie opens, like Saturday morning.
1: Because her kids, she adopted two kids when she was fifty, and she's seventy-one now. Mm-hmm.
0: So her kids must be grown up. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. But last night she had on this turtleneck white turtleneck underneath a blazer, but it also had like the athletic sleeve in it where you put your hand through it. Yeah, she if likes the arm sleeves. Yeah. She's good at disguising a lot of things, your neck and your hands, which are yeah. all telling.
0: Yeah. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, she did. All right, let's play the next one.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner,
4: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...in uh, deodorant
3: commercials. Oh, that, yeah, no, I did deodorant
4: commercials. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I was the hour-after-hour girl. And how was that? Was that good work? It, was, it couldn't have been better because it paid for my career for about five years. I did three of them. And what I did was I ran around in a, in a little, like, suit, like a little track-type suit, you know, hour-after-hour. It won't wear off when the day wears over. And I remember I was running, and I was running, and at the end, my husband is there, right? And I'd throw my arms around, and I was just supposed to hug him, but I'd bit his ear. <laughs> And that was when I realized that spontaneity is fun. Yeah. Because, you know, I enjoyed that. For sure. Yeah, like like I enjoyed kissing Andy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We've now, we've actually got... Biting an ear, kissing me, it's the, it's same. the same thing.
2: <laughs> and if you watch the commercial oh. at the end, you can see when she goes to hug the other actor, she, she's biting hysterical. his ear.
0: Why, did we post that commercial or no, something? No, I didn't at post it. it? Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: it was hysterical. All
0: right, let's listen to gravelly voice Andy Garcia describe the book club.
5: So it's what the film's about and who you both play.
4: Good, Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: They're in a book club together, Mary Steenburgen, Jane Fonda, Candice Bergen, and, and Diane. And they, they're reading Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and uh, then the movie tracks the, the situation where they're in their personal life and in their personal romances. And Diane and I meet on a plane in the film and things develop from there.
3: Yeah, and in the, in the first in the first scene where you meet in the film, yeah. your character is quite a nervous flyer. Yeah, are you? Is how are you on planes in real life?
4: I have a problem. Do and, you? Yeah, and uh, you have to consider that they my the character my my character's name is Diane, and I think my name is Diane. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and also, yeah. I just feel like they you know deliberately tortured me with the part of being afraid of a, you know I am totally terrified in planes. I have a, a serious problem. I you know I'm mentally ill, and I can't seem to get better. And but so so I got to play that so it was fun but it didn't help my flying. <laughs> so what? It, why? What happens to you when you? Because get on I the plane? have a what lot happens? of very strange fantasies. I have to go through all kinds of stupid rituals. You know, like, like what? Well, I counted, I I count for nine minutes because I believe that once you're nine minutes up into the air, it's gonna. You know, I mean, it goes on and on endlessly wow. on throughout the whole flight. And and you know sometimes I have to take medication.
3: Why don't you just have a couple of drinks? <laughs>
4: yeah, I do that too. It still doesn't to some people are so
0: afraid yeah, of it. Really? Well, I guess this movie, this part was written specifically for Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda's part was written specifically for her for Jane Fonda. They changed mm-hmm. her name to Vivian the her character. That she plays, uh, the director said Diane was the archetype, Diane Keaton, for the, her character. She's wearing clothes, literally from her own closet. Really? she Immaculate suits, sort of the whole way yeah. she's warm and scattered in her demeanor. And I guess that's her character in the movie. And they said, so it's very meta. Uh, it was intended um, for her, but they didn't know if their script would pass the Diane Keaton test. And she just loves it. Y- yeah. She loves it. Yeah, she did. She was very enchanted with it. Uh, oh, I just can't wait to see this movie. And she, the first thing she says, and I guess she says it to everybody, is, "I can't be in a bad movie. You have to promise me this is going to be a good <laughs> movie." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I so, love, and, uh, I absolutely love her even
1: more uh, that she said that. I know it. So, oh my god! Do we have
0: time for the last one? Okay, oh, when we come I'm back, sorry. Andy Garcia, who uh, Diane Keaton told Jimmy Kimmel, she was like, that was one of the other reasons she was intrigued with the part. Was she was going to have a chance to make up with Andy Garcia? So we'll hear one more thing from old scrabbly voice.
2: Yeah, we won't have to. We, we're going to run out of time to get his That's entire fine. story in. So I'm just waiting for the little uh, music that starts. All right. Well, so.
0: listen. I know.
2: I, Why don't you mention who's coming up next hour? You're I know. Excited this about is, that. Okay, we're, very we're very excited. Exciting.
0: Chris Bojalian, who is the author of over twenty books, and his latest, "The Flight Attendant." Absolutely. Which we've been
1: obsessed with.
0: You can't put it down once you start listening or reading it. He's going to be on next hour. Now, we're pre-promoting a whole hour ahead. So let's hope we're not jinxing ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we come back. Andy Garcia telling us about who he has been with for a very long time.
2: This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Uh, trending online this afternoon. The Backstreet Boys, they're back with a new single today. It's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. It is not a cover of the Elton John Kiki why, D song. Why, why would you name your new song after a very famous song by Elton John? Why not? I do Maybe the people didn't maybe. even know that was a song. Yeah, it also well, sounds like Okay, that's, that's, a, that's true. Yeah, what that, are these that, guys, like 50, 55 now? Oh, Donnie. No, uh, also, shot, it yeah. sounds just like their song, Quit Playing Games With My Heart. So, oh, poor Backstreet Boys' hearts. Also... Black Ops 4 trending. That is a video game, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. There was a big reveal today streaming on social media. The game will launch in October. Also trending Hard Knocks, the Cleveland Browns will be featured this summer on the HBO reality TV series. And also trending Graduation Advice in five words. That's what's trending here at My Talk. Okay, let's see. Here is your forecast uh, for tonight. There is a chance of a shower or thunderstorm uh, up until about 8 o'clock, but then things will clear up. We'll have 50 for the overnight load tomorrow, another beautiful day, sunny and 81 at My Talk.
3: Now you know
1: what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com.
0: everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. If you went to see Hollow Notes and train last night, I hope you had fun. There were about 10,000 people there. John Bream said uh Daryl Hall had a scratchy yeah. voice, bad
2: voice. He's, yeah. he's lost his voice a little lost bit. Lost his voice right. a little bit.
0: But it sounded like people had fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Colleen you
0: know? and Bradley went. Yeah. Did they mm-hmm. have fun? I don't know. You forgot to ask him. I when forgot. Him in the I Passover. forgot to ask. Okay. I know it. Okay. I did. So we're talking, uh, just wrapping up our conversation about the Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Mary, Mary Steenberg, and Candace Bergen movie book club, which opens tomorrow, tomorrow night. And, um, Don Johnson and Andy Garcia are mm-hmm. two of the romantic men in it. And they are younger than their leading lady co-stars. Yeah. So we kind of, uh, love that. But this is from, uh, Diane Keaton and Andy Garcia were on the couch with James Corden who must be, has left now for London.
3: Oh yes, because he he's is going, going to, to the to wedding. wedding. Yes. Yeah, he's
0: going to the wedding. All right, so here we go, Andy Garcia. Uh,
3: Andy, your character in the film is very romantic. And in my head, and I don't want you to burst this bubble for me, you are a romantic guy. Is this true?
5: Well, you know, uh, I've been with the same uh, woman uh, for basically all my adult life since I was 21 years old. I've had my moments, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, you'd have to ask her, really. I mean, we uh, I like to say that I am. I don't know if people know this. You proposed
3: to your wife the night that you met her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there's anything more romantic than that. What happened?
5: Well, she says I proposed to every woman I met that night. But, <laughs> okay. But that's not true because I was with her only that night. So, no, she said yes, and we got married about... I would say uh, seven years later. So hang on, we're, play it out for me. You see her across a room. We were very young, yeah. You
3: see her across a room. Yeah. And you think I'm going to propose.
5: It was, it was kind of close to that. I saw her across the room. I was intended to be introduced to her. She's the, the sister of a. Her sister was a dear friend of mine. She's, she wanted to introduce me to her. Yeah. But it was kind of like the thunderbolt, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that was kind
5: of that moment. It was, that was the moment. Well, do you go down on one knee? At that moment do you just walk over and just drop a knee? No, we a... sat together like this for a while and we had some drinks we talked and then I yeah. then I proposed to her okay. and she said yes. I mean, who can blame her? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> yeah,
0: and he uh, I'd, I'd never realized he was born in Havana and uh, the New York Times just said about the book club, these four women are such fantastic fantastic actors. You'd be happy if you sat there and watched them read the Oxford Dictionary. I believe it, Lori. For two hours. I believe Oh, I love like, that review. Yeah. I mean oh. they just said it's just it doesn't really matter so much what the script is about, they each it's just like they're having a lot of fun. And I'm telling you, Andy Garcia has a lot of things in the
1: pipeline. Yeah, he's got three daughters. Yeah, but I mean yep. even what is movies. he working on? What is he have? Well,
0: we're gonna see him in Mamma Mia. Here we go oh, again. Right. Right. So that's this summer, My Dinner with Herve. Another movie called Anna. Another movie called Words on Bathroom Walls, Decoy, Hemingway and Fuentes. Stop it. Yeah. That's He's, a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, because, you know, he was in that crappy movie, uh, Geostorm. Oh, right. Oh God, he he played the president. Mm. And then he was in that crappy movie, Passengers. And he has had a reoccurring role on Ballers.
1: Oh, you is know.
0: Ballers still on? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think it is. I think yep. it is. So, anyway, you know, he does movies. He's all over the place. But, I mean, he was... He's
1: Remember in Back When in a Man day? Loves a Woman oh with Meg Ryan? With Meg Ryan. And she was the alcoholic mm-hmm. and he was the pilot. He was so good. Oh, he's yeah. beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's 62 years old, but that's kind of a, that's cool that he's been with his wife since. Yeah. Year. But honestly, he sounds like he's gargled with Well, God. he has a very
1: raspy voice. Yes. And of course, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. You know. Ocean's 12. Oh, that's right. He was getting ripped off. He was dating Julia Roberts. He was the casino casino owner. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so
0: this is from Harper's Bazaar, Okay, and it is an Amy Schumer interview, um, and she got married to the guy that she fell crazy in love with. The chef, yep. Mm -hmm. And um, she was asked about... um, Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. This is an Australian interview. Right. Um. Sorry. So she was down under. I suppose promoting. I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone
1: has seen that yet? Someone sent us a text or an email that said it was. Yeah. Really fun. No. We heard I, there's like, like three that. movies right now that I think are very chick lit. Yes. That I really want to see, but it's been too nice out. Here. Yeah, I know. Well, she said, um, "Here's what she told Fitzy
0: and Whippa." <laughs> you gotta love. <laughs> you got to love those DJ oh, names.
2: Can we rename our show that? Yeah. Fitzy and Whippa, and Whippa are
1: here today live. She said, this
0: poor girl, this wedding, everyone says it's your day. It's your day. She's like, no, it's not. She used to meet all these people she's never met before, these dignitaries. There's so much pressure. Can you imagine having a worse wedding? That would <laughs> suck. Her high, Her girls from high school aren't even going to be there. All my friends were high and drunk at my wedding. Everyone. She said it's like a parade, this show that they have to have. It's a Westminster dog show. It's all
1: pomp and no fun. Well, she has a point.
0: She
2: does. She yeah. has yeah.
1: a really big point <laughs> because it is a lot of pomp. And it, I, think, I think she's been prepared for it. I think she has totally been prepared for it. But I think at the end of the day, wouldn't it be lovely if they could just go run away and elope for them? You yeah, know, as that lovers. would never happen. It would never happen, of mm-hmm. course. But it's what she signed up for. Yeah, but you're you're maybe right the party at night. That yes, the, at the House. She has to make house. it through the whole day. Yeah,
0: yeah. and Long she's. Day. But that's okay. You're on an adrenaline are, high from being the beautiful bride. bride and you're getting. You're wearing. You're in a carriage. So you know, I think that one that prince charles is hosting at frogmore house which is only 250 people Mm -hmm, that's the one that's the one that is is going to be rowdy yeah that's where. remember when prince william got married and i was convinced that there was all this sneaking off into rooms and bathrooms and Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of action happening
1: it's going to be fun yeah you know at westminster the castle there's a thousand windsor that's windsor Windsor excuse me windsor castle there's a thousand rooms in, in the town. castle, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? No. no.
1: Playing hide and seek in there? Yeah. No one found me. Yeah, right. <laughs> mom, no one found
0: me. Mm-hmm. I've been hiding for so two
2: days. Is her mom walking her down the we aisle? Don't we don't know. We still know. don't know. Okay.
1: I still think... Um, I think she might. I'm going to, if we were... put If anyone would walk her down the it aisle, would it would mom.
0: be her, or she could walk by herself. It she all would, depends on what yeah. the what Queen Elizabeth says. Mm. whatever she says is going to go okay what about what about charles no No, it's not appropriate because she's marrying into that family yeah no 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 it can be a symbolic thing or and she can be with her mom or she can be by herself but the queen will she will be decreeing her (laughs) ruling on that right uh maybe she already has uh you know maybe she decided between the third and the fourth daytime cocktail that she stretches out over a 12-hour day so that's nothing or really drinks over like, twelve hours. No,
1: it, I yeah. really like how she does that just to get a little buzz, and then okay, yeah, to get and then a little buzz. buzz, yeah.
0: buzz. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so I love this. Now I don't. I know you said you are not watching Riverdale anymore, which I'm just trying not to judge you for because the show you. is so good. <laughs> But you know, um, Cole, I didn't delete
1: him. Cole Sprouse,
0: who plays Jughead, he in real life dates the gal who plays Betty. Yes, and Cole Sprouse, who who plays Jughead, his brother Dylan. Remember, they were on that show, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh
1: my gosh, yes, they were Zach and Cody. They're
0: they're really good looking. Yes, they, guys and they in were their twenties,
1: adorable kids. Yes, yes. and they're twenty five
0: now. Okay, and he is at uh, Can Dylan Sprouse and la- late. Uh, Tuesday night, he tweeted directly at Jared Leto. Yo, Jared Leto, now that you've slid into the DMs of every female model age 18 to 25 here, meaning Ken, what would you say your success rate is? Ooh, And um, we don't know what prompted the message, but... um, Maybe
1: he's thinking, dirty old man, stay in your own age group. What are you thinking about DMing? He's
0: not impressed with his direct messaging
1: etiquette. I think... Well, I think that's kind of funny. Snap. I do too. Snap.
0: I, I know it because
1: Jared Leto looks like he's about twenty-seven. I mean, he really has a youthful-looking yes self. Yes, but still, he is an older man, and if he's direct messaging eighteen-year-olds, yeah. well, he wouldn't. Well, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio does it all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, Dylan, you know, he might have like he might have, a couple of his friends, maybe who his are girls, yeah, have said, "Hey, you know, this Who's guy this? is really a sleaze bag," right.
2: He's and a Gomez.
0: He's a Gomez. <laughs> yeah, Except exactly. that I wish I could have met a Gomez exactly. that looked like that. <laughs> yeah, right. when exactly. When I was hanging out at and the Gomez up, lounge. And had up a band. <laughs> Instead of all these people with poor Tom Selleck mustaches. You know? I mean,
1: it must, you know, because like you said, when you're that young and someone that old is direct messaging your friend, you'd be like, what's up with the
0: creepy creeper? But again, because it's Jared Leto or Leonardo Oh, these stars, they get away with everything. Yeah, I know they really do. They, they get
1: away with everything. They
0: really, Jeez. really do. And, um, I don't know if you've been catching, you know, Ronan Farrow is completely on GMA now. Oh, you know, he oh. does not, it, whatever happened at NBC, NBC with them stuff. squashing the story, he's out of there and he's, Shows up and on uh, ABC He was on a round table with okay. George, but because he's got a new book out about um, foreign policy and the, you know, just kind of more of a
1: just something a coffee book. table book.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 uh, he was on with uh, Seth Meyers and it did sound really interesting. He had amazing access from people and just if you're really interested in how. Intelligence and in the State Department and diplomacy—he really went deep and How it all works Rex together. Tillerson talked to him and people that in yeah. the past and. But he's working on another book, that's uh, called Catch and Kill, and um, it's about and it's about other things, but it's about all the other sexual misconduct of powerful men and the other ways and other industries that have kept people quiet. Right. What, primarily women. sure But um anyway, so he, apparently there's, there's stunning revelations and the name of the book is called Catch and Kill which was Harvey Weinstein uh he practiced it with uh the actresses that he was trying yes. to do and you know even other people with you know the whole thing with the National Enquirer also practiced sure. catch and kill uh-huh. stories. So Anyway, that Ronan, he's like amazing. He is, and he's busy. He is busy. Uh huh. And as he pointed out to Seth Meyers, journalism is the only um, job that's protected under the Constitution. Oh, the first anonymous. freedom of the press. That's uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. Wow. He said well, people should never forget
1: that. Wow. I, thought, I thought you were going to say what he told Seth Meyers was the shade of the ru- the ruby red lipstick that he always looks like he's wearing. Doesn't he have the oh most kissable looking lips? They're so red. I'm like, what does he get? It's like, like a, a child. Like You'll is. see little kids like that. It no, is. No. And I, that's what no, I was expecting. No, he just wanted to point out to everybody
0: <laughs> that journalism is the only Job that is protected. That's how much the founding fathers believed in free press. So I thought that was I like him. I do too. And maybe we'll never find out the secret of his ruby red lips. But when we when we come back, uh, we've got some reviews of the Whitney documentary that debuted at the Cannes Film Mm -hmm. Festival. We'll be right back. Johnny, thank you for playing us a Whitney song. So, uh, Kevin McDonald's Whitney debuted at Can last night. Yes.
1: And... Um, Did people... Was there a 10-minute standing ovation?
0: People... It's getting stellar reviews. Really? It, okay. Yeah, it is. And um, w- with every... You know, documentary that comes out, you know, you kind of hope, because remember there's that terrible one oh. that lasts, I mean, just mm-hmm. terrible, that Bobby Brown tries to get mm-hmm. his story. Yeah. And um, you have to, they said the thing with this movie just called Whitney is that it has, it finds the nuance in her story because she, it's interesting if you think about it. M- guys who are rock stars or amazing musicians they get to be flawed and messy, yeah. women tend to if they do that, then it becomes like the butt of the joke, you know, crack is whack, and right. you know you they don't get like the respect in a way um, that if that, they do anything. Just that their male peers that have similar personal issues with drug, mental health, alcohol, whatever. I think of Prince, I think of Elvis, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, they get their legacy is remembered stronger and harder. Their legacy isn't all about all their problems. Interesting,
1: Laurie. And and I kind
0: of think that Whitney, like, it seems like she's not gotten the, the respect that she should get as far as being one of the best all-time singers we've ever yeah, seen. No, I loved her. True. I love, so love, love, loved re- her. Remembered
2: more for her, well, you know, failings than her accomplishments. And I
1: think what happened is, you know, because she was she was out of it for years, and then when she tried to make her comeback, mm,
0: but I mean, like Rolling Stone, for example, the okay. hundred greatest singers of all time. They put Whitney Houston at number 34. Behind Bono is ahead of Whitney yeah. Houston. If Bono's a better singer than Whitney Houston, then I'm going to say Blake Lively is better than Meryl Streep. Yeah. There's no Ooh, comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just I feel like I, history has erased some of Whitney's I mean that searing that that voice we've it's just it's a, it was jaw dropping and what? we've really it it's it, to me i just feel i can't help but feel that there's more i just i just think that her talent is not upheld to the same Standards that other that the guys. Well, that when you had think about it, okay. So she,
1: um when you think about it, she was you know at the top of her game. Yeah, I mean, amazing. And then, and then we hadn't seen her for a while when she got with Bobby Brown and had Bobby Christina, and then she did that. And I guess in the movie, this is addressed. Okay,
0: that uh, I saw a clip where Sissy says Bobby Brown was so. Um, wanted to be the star of the family right. that Whitney deliberately set back. Yes, she did. Yeah, so he could dazzle.
1: Right, and you saw that in some of the other doc- films well, the, that were done. Yeah, yeah, and this, yeah. This documentary is actually sanctioned. Yeah. by the singer's estate.
0: Yes, no, I mean, and it's getting and and they the the reviews are that you know, um, you know, it's finally we're, you're getting more of the true picture of Whitney. But what I'm just saying is that the male artists get to be messy. The women, not so much. And I'm just
1: trying to think of, you know, when you.
0: Especially if you're a woman of color.
1: Well, and you're comparing her to like Prince and Elvis Presley. Well, Well, Johnny Cash, he was very romanticized, all of his... And we didn't have exposure to the internet and know so much about Mm -hmm. him, though, either. Kurt Cobain. I was just going to say Kurt Cobain. Well, he he died by suicide young. I I know, but
0: what I'm saying is that there's more empathy and forgiveness. It's just something to think about for the the guys the male stars being messy whereas Whitney it was easier to make her
1: a butt of a joke for me personally no like, not for was, us. no I'm saying for me personally with Whitney I I had all of her CDs yeah I adored her love 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 and when she it felt like it was she was my judgment came when she was afflicting it on herself because here she is the most beautiful woman with Dean the most Bobby Brown. beautiful voice mm-hmm. and she's smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. nonstop and doing crack and doing drugs and things that are going to affect her Right, but that's that you're being judgmental about said that. addiction I, I, and mental health. No, wellness. and that's what I'm yeah. saying. So I am being judgmental. But you can be judgmental
0: and you still love Whitney Houston. I love her. I'm just saying that um, her memory I mean, is
1: not as cherished as and some of these other right. people. That's right. I what don't you're like
0: it that her memory, NPR, their list of the top 50 singers of all time, they didn't even flippin' include Whitney Houston. How do you not include Whitney Houston on, I mean, she, she. I don't Call like, MBR, I don't like, like that it she's, I don't like yeah. that
1: she's gotten dismissed. So I like that this, did they include Barbara Streisand?
0: Well, of course they include right. Barbara Streisand, you know, but, um, anyway, uh, she just really was something. So, um, remember that Whitney, can I be me? When we watched that, remember, we walked away from that thinking, okay, the audience turned on her on Soul Train. Remember, the black audience Mm -hmm. turned on her. She wasn't black enough. And then Sissy Houston, you know, we found out was very overbearing and not very understanding that her daughter might be bisexual. And then, of course, her immature and reckless husband. Right. You know, that's what we kind of learned from that. I guess in this new documentary, what we learned is that, you know, um, she was sexually abused by her cousin. Well, yeah, her admission by Whitney's aunt, Mary Jones, uh, alleges that Whitney Houston and her brother was molested by Diane, Dion Warwick's sister, the late D.D. Dee Dee Warwick. And Vanity Fair calls the film's revelation a dark family secret, and it'll be the headline-grabbing takeaway. But it's also an important reminder that for addiction, mental health, and and previous abuse like that all come together in your life. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to... Uh, you know, it's not anything to joke about. No, and it is. Stuff like that. No. So, I guess the one thing I loved was uh, when um, the clip I saw where Whitney drags Paula Abdul. One thing about Paula Abdul ain't bleep, that girl's singing off key on the whole record. <laughs> and of course, she was talking about the straight up. Because mm-hmm. they had the same, their albums were out at the same time. At, yeah, at this time. One of them. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, just, I just feel like, you know, I don't I, I want Whitney to, I want her to. Have to be recognized. So yeah, it really bothers I, me. All right.
1: Yeah. I think. Thank you for letting me get that out. Like you're just. you're welcome. You no, seemed to, no like gosh. you needed to. I, listen. The counseling session is over. I, if you think about it. No, though, I agree. I yeah, she.